Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. CJ Titus mentioned you don't listen to what the media says, and I assume the team doesn't, but just so you know, you do know right now the biggest threat to the Ravens is Joe Flacco and the Browns. So just so oh, you yeah, know. Oh, yeah, Stephen A said you guys have no chance. Yeah. No chance. No, I'm not a Browns fan, uh, but I'm just telling you. Oh, we have media. no chance? Yeah, right, he, Stephen A said a rookie yeah. quarterback <laughs> yeah. Is, no way. is not going to do anything in the playoffs. That's not happening. All right. And the Ravens don't want to see, they, they <laughs> see Joe Flacco. They don't want right. to see. <laughs> the best part of that was CJ going. I've heard worse. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, he played at Ohio State. <laughs> well, you know the, the Stephen best A. Part about that, I felt bad. There are a lot of Texans fans that just like you know one person takes that and then does their little caption above it where they say these guys tell CJ that nobody nobody thinks they have a chance and then it gets cast about and there are all kinds of people angry yesterday that uh, that, that apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that the McAfee show was saying things to CJ that were never actually said. Uh, that that uh, guy, was that Connor, was just kind of sarcastically saying that Stephen A says that uh, that they've got no chance. The, the Texans are uh, one and a half point underdogs in this game, so it's uh, it's uh, it's actually about like you know maybe a little bit more than half of America thinks that they have less of a chance than the Browns. Yeah, but I don't think it's a no chance type of scenario or feel right the now. The Browns are getting a lot of love for being there's one of these every year. The being the team like the team that's a lower seed that could really spoil the party for some of these teams that are making Super Bowl plans. The the, the team that's the Ravens the last time they won a Super Bowl Correct. with Joe Flacco as their quarterback Great where point. they just yep. they got hot at just the right moment. Joe Flacco could do no wrong. I mean, Joe Flacco had a stretch of four games in the playoffs where he threw zero interceptions, which is something that happens rarely in Joe Flacco's career. And and he just threw incredible deep balls. The Ravens' defense wasn't actually that good that year. I'm guessing the Browns' defense this year, if you adjusted for offensive you know, inefficiencies and everything uh, that offset everything, it's probably better than the Ravens' defense the year they won the Super Bowl. Oh, with Joe Flacco. for sure. I mean, it's the it's, yeah. the Browns' defense is the best defense in football this season. So yeah, it's, that, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It wasn't a classic Baltimore Ravens' defense that nope. year. No, a lot of names. It had a lot of name power, but uh, some of the names were getting older. Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, guys like that. You know what they had was the old uh, the the deer, de- the deer antler spray. Stuff. Yeah. Yep, they sure did. They sure did. It's, should there be an asterisk on the Ravens? 2012. That'll be the theme of today's show. Let's put asterisks on everything. Joe Flacco and his deer antler musk teammates, or Jim Harbaugh and their iPhone sign stealing ways. Let, I don't know. Let, let's take it a step further. Which Harbaugh brother is dirtier? Because John Harbaugh oh, did it, yeah. oversee the deer antler spray Ravens that season. 
That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, Harbaugh versus point. Harbaugh. Dirty bastards. Um, hey, one thing you should know about this game, Texan fans, a couple things you should know. Um, but the the big one, they announced the officiating crews yesterday. And I know if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the name here, and you're probably going to be like, all right, Sean, thanks. Great info, bro. Um, the officiating crew is the Clay Martin officiating crew. And I bring that up because he was the lead official on, I would say, Seth, probably the game this year where the most complaining was done by Texan fans after the game about officiating mm-hmm. the Jacksonville loss in week 12. And if you go look at the box score, I think the Texans had like seven penalties for 64 yards or something like not some outrageous number, not like this past week where they had 11. A lot of the ones this past weekend were their own fault. I'm not complaining about the officials. But in that particular Jacksonville game, that was the game where Jacksonville drew four either defensive pass interference or defensive holding penalties on crucial third downs in that game. Like, crucial. Like, DeAndre Houston Carson got called for a P.I. in the end zone on third and goal that was super sketchy. Made it first and goal at the one, and they just marched right in after that. Steven Nelson had that weird phantom holding call which might have been misidentifying him but still it was there were there were several third down passing infractions on the Texans defense in that game that were super sketchy so they seemed well they just seemed really ticky tack it, yeah. it, 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 it wasn't even in line necessarily with the way the game was being called otherwise yeah. that was the frustrating thing it's okay if you got a crew that's that's really really strict with it then fine but they were they were calling some things that were not nearly as egregious as other things that, that were not being called, so it was frustrating. And one of them, one of those ticky-tack ones seemed like a makeup for a previous bad call. It just, uh, it, no, no. It was almost like a makeup bad series. The, right. the officials made a bad call that went in favor of the Texans, and it was almost, it felt like the, it felt like the officials were then committed wholesale to like allowing the Browns or allowing the Jaguars to score after that on the ensuing series. Cause they just, they made multiple sketchy calls. Yep. So now, now you're dealing. Okay. That, so that was Jacksonville. Now you've got, so now you've got an opponent where last time around the Texans allowed their leading receiver to shatter the team record for receiving yards in a game, Amari Cooper. Um, so just something to, something to take note of, uh, so Derek Stingley Jr., Steven Nelson, uh, be, on the, be on your best game. That Jacksonville game was the one that almost ended Tavier Thomas's career, it felt like. Where t- poor Tavier was running around, getting called for DPI, uh, getting, getting, letting guys get behind him and so forth. Um, so should Stingley follow Amari Cooper around the field? I'm seeing a lot of that. Uh, yeah, that's Twitter. weird. I, I get that asked a lot because people remember really upset in that Browns game that when Steven Nelson was injured that – they, uh, you know, they let D'Angelo Ross cover cover Mari Cooper, who had never been hadn't played defense at all that year. I think this is the biggest thing about it because I understand all the arguments for letting Derek Stingley travel with Amari Cooper. I think the biggest issue I have it with right now is that this Texans defense, their biggest issue is mental errors and coverage busts, and whenever you take. Uh, Derek Singley and then move him over to the right or move him to the slot, then all of a sudden you have to shuffle everybody else around. And then a, a backfield that's prone to making coverage errors probably makes that many more coverage errors. So I don't think it's as simple as just, hey, you let Derek Singley follow Amari Cooper. And the other part of it is just that. Derek Singley doesn't have a lot of experience playing in the slot in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Fewer than 20 snaps total over the past two seasons. So I don't think it's just so simple that Derek Singley is going to be an awesome slot corner versus Amari Cooper. I'm A-OK with them 
keeping Derek Singley on the left side, feeling very, very good about him there. And then theoretically, when you ask your safety to help out on Amari Cooper, he yeah. doesn't start jumping underneath routes. Yeah. It's that is all that's all on the the mental busts of various other defensive backs, more so than not having Derek Stingley travel with Amari Cooper. There's a good chance that there's a good chance that if Derek Stingley had been over on that side when D'Angelo Ross was there, and if he thought he had safety help over the top and didn't get it, then Amari Cooper still catches that ball. He probably wouldn't have run for a touchdown, but still. Yeah, this if we recall to your point, Seth. The Cleveland game in week 16, three weeks ago, was the game where Jalen Petrie got benched like 19 snaps into the game because yeah. of the play you're talking about where he, <laughs> D'Angelo Ross, Amari Cooper gets behind D'Angelo Ross and there's zero safety help back there for him. So, yeah, yeah P, like Petrie, can't, that, that can't happen again. I mean, you, just, you don't have the depth at safety to allow it to happen again. I mean, that is, yeah, and that's just, it's not, like, this is a team, this is where it's so frustrating. The entire... 49ers philosophy offensively and defensively over the last few years with Kyle Shanahan has been all is all about explosive plays it's all about having the most explosive passing and running plays on offense and then on defense it's been about limiting explosive plays which you can do if you have a really good defensive line because it means you don't have to blitz a lot so so far the Texans defense has done a pretty good job of getting down that path the defensive line has gotten better and better at rushing the passer as the year's gone along. And defensively, though, they just they keep having these coverage busts where in situations where all they need to do is prevent big plays, force the other team to try to nickel and dime you, they just go ahead and let guys get behind them. They jump underneath routes. They just, they're too damn aggressive for their own good at times or at times just not certain enough of what they're supposed to be doing. And it's got to be driving D'Amico Ryan's insane because it, it yields things like, oh, Zach Wilson goes off and has a career day for you yards, yeah. in a monsoon. It, it yep. just – and it's all it, – the majority of it is mental. It, it's it, Some of it's physical, but the majority of it is mental. Not to mention the fact that you let any NFL quarterback kind of get into a groove because you're making mental busts, and they become that much better too. So I don't – I just – Derek Stingley not traveling with Amari Cooper is – like ninth or 10th on my list right now of things that need to be done better against the Browns. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer, a beach bum summer, or a wake me when the sun sets summer with Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests where available. You can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool or cold brew to your bed. Well, door in as fast as 30 minutes, wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here's D'Amico Ryans on what needs to improve against the Browns. For us, looking back at our first game versus the Browns, it was uh, a lot of self-inflicted penalties. We made big plays. They were negated by penalties or just mishaps on our part. So, again, we have to play clean football versus a really good team. You you can't go out and make mistakes, right, or they'll capitalize on it. And they've shown that time after time. And that's on the defensive side. Uh, We gave them too many explosive passes. And... Amari had an outstanding game. Watching again, he had some of the best catches I've seen all year, right? Even though guys were in coverage and in position, he still made unbelievable catches. He had an outstanding game. So we just have to, we have to be in position to cover him better. We have to be able to make plays, right, to get off the field on third down as well. Yeah, and that's where it's uh, like you just without taking anything away from Flacco and Amari Cooper and David Njoku, who just had some awesome, awesome connections and passes like D'Amico said – that's going to happen, likely with this offense. You just can't then spot them another 14 to 21 points and hope that CJ without Tank Dell on the other side is going to be as explosive as the Browns have been. Uh, it, and it really is. The other part of it that makes me nervous is the Browns have not been running the ball well at all. And they're very much like the Texans in that regard in that they're not running the ball well, but they're going to stay committed to the run because it sets up the play action. And the Texans' defense has been really, really bad at at biting on play action and letting guys get behind them and allowing those big plays. They're 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 really, really good until they aren't, and then they're atrocious. And it's that it's the old eighty twenty principle. Those twenty percent of the bad plays are the ones that are doing the most damage to you. Yeah, yeah. They've got to quit that. Like the Texans held the Browns to one point eight yards per carry on the ground. The run game was not the issue. If you're nervous about the Jonathan Taylor experience from last week. Worry about that come the Baltimore Ravens or somebody else. The run game isn't going to destroy the Texans when you play the Browns, but over committing to the run and not being on your P's and Q's when it comes to play action, the way they also did against the, the last week a little bit, like that's what's going to hurt you. You just got to be smarter and sharper about that. Okay, so that's on the defensive side. Here's D'Amico Ryan. The Texans actually did a pretty good job. Like if they held Gardner Minshew to 130 yards passing. Yeah, it's just yeah. That, yeah, like versus the Browns, that was the biggest issue. Yep. Uh, here's D'Amico Ryan's on the offensive side of the ball, spreading the ball around to other wide receivers besides Nico Collins. Yeah, you, know, you talk about our passing game with Nico, CJ, playmakers, and the position we're in now, the game we're in, we just have to find a way to move the ball, right? To me, yeah, Nico has done an outstanding job this entire year. He deserves a ton of credit for the season that he's had, a career year. He's shown up every single week. And may play after play, whether you know whether he's double covered, it, it doesn't matter. Like he showed up with the willingness and a want to, right, to be that leading receiver for us, and and he did that, and he deserves a ton of credit for that. Anytime you have more guys who can make plays, it's a plus for us, and we would like many more guys to step up and make plays for us. But at the end of the day, however you get it done, you get it done. No matter if it's Nico, right? No matter who it is catching the football, right? We just have to find a way to get the win. The, Seth, on the injury report this week, the Texans will be back at practice today. By the way, like last week when they're playing on Saturday, Tuesday becomes what Wednesday is during the regular season. So they're going to be practicing today. We'll get an injury report today. Jonathan Grenard certainly going to be a name everybody's keeping an eye on. They've got to get one or both of Noah Brown and Robert Woods back for this game. They've just got to. I don't. I don't think. 
they can deploy the same strategy against this defense that they did against the Colts where they can just pound Nico Collins, they can just pepper Nico Collins and target him a whole bunch. These are really good corners on Cleveland. They've got a better pass rush than the Indianapolis Colts have. Um, and I, I just, with John Mechie and Xavier Hutchinson as the next two guys, both those, anytime those guys are targeted, it feels like the defensive back is draped on them. You know, they're just not getting open, open. Not that Robert Woods and Noah Brown are, you know, elite wide receivers or anything, but they're vets who I think are going to be able to find some some dead spots to at least get open for CJ. Well, the, yeah, the, you know, Robert Woods just is so good with his timing and his route running and understanding what the defense is doing that he and, he and, CJ have a really good connection there when they need it. And we saw that early in the season, and then Tank Dell started to take over. You're going to start to see Robert Woods emerge more, as he did last week um, when he was healthy. The big number to remember for two weeks ago against the Browns regarding Nico Collins was that he had four catches for 18 yards. He he just averaged four and a half yards per reception, which was got to be the lowest of the season for him. Yeah, that was the lowest of the season for him. And, oh, okay, it, it was not C.J. Stroud throwing him the football. Right, that's been, right. it's one of the, been one of the more proof-positive things about C.J. this year, at least. If you want to look back on uh, the two games that he missed, where some of these other guys, when Bryce Young went out, you know, Andy Dalton came in and was better than him. You know, Gardner Minshew is probably was better as, probably as a pure NFL quarterback than Anthony Richardson would have been in his rookie year. Uh, where CJ was pretty damn obvious. Okay, this is a different this is a this is a team that is much much worse without CJ. It's like the Chiefs losing Mahomes or the Ravens losing Lamar Jackson. Yeah, like yeah. it's it, you know, it's it, it's that's what it is. Though that's where like I mean cuz there's promising rookie performances where you you could still say, yeah, it was a really promising rookie performance. Sure, they had a veteran on the roster, maybe somebody like Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah. or somebody behind them. Maybe it may have been better this season, but for the long run, you got to develop the quarterback. There's been zero of that. With no, no, CJ. CJ's just he's he's legit. Yeah. He's not rookie legit. He's legit legit. Um, if you want to get fired up for being a Texan fan or for this game or for the direction of the team, take a listen to Will Anderson in about a minute of audio in the locker room after the Indianapolis game. This is what you live for as a little kid, man. And to see everybody dreams coming true, man. Like, just starting rec ball, backyard football, college. <laughs> and then you get here, and these are the type of games that you live for, man. And I know that everybody's super excited, man. We just got to keep going, keep doing us better, man, and just keep grinding and being gritty and just keep just oh, so hype right now, man. There's a lot of people talking about the postseason saying you, if they can get in, the Texans, you better look out. Uh-huh. Is that the feeling inside here? Of course, man. Yeah. Say that. We just say you don't want to see a pissed off Texans, man, but it's just, it's just, it's amazing the type of guys we got in here, man. The type of guys, we got special guys all over the place, man. And I'm like just so happy to be a part of this, man. Like, I just got to give a huge shout out to my teammates, man. Because them guys, man, I, I, I would rather not be on any team but this team. So you took care of your job today. You're in the playoffs tomorrow. You could be a champs, depending on what happens. You get to sit back and relax. What are you going to do? What, what, you mean, what, what are you going to do tomorrow? You get to chill here all the football. Ain't no chilling. We got, go. <laughs> we got work to do, man. <laughs> we got to recover. We got to rest, man. We got to get back to it, man. It ain't no chilling. <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> He's uh, that's the kind of guy you need to get to next to during training camp. Like you want your locker next to Will Anderson. 
because uh, the, oh. the positivity is infectious. It's dog days of like, summer, yeah. Yeah, you don't necessarily want to be next to the guy that's pointing out every negative little thing all the time. Just, uh, Will Anderson's a good guy to, to be next to during camp. Good call, good call. I as long as he also knows how to turn it off every now and then. Right, right, right. Uh, it's not always, I don't always need the pep talk, you know, but just, yeah, that positivity goes a long <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, it's authentic, man, for sure, for yeah. sure. Uh, all right, Payton Pendergast with you. About a little under an hour from now, Nick Casario, Texans GM is going to join us on the show. So we'll uh, get a chance to chat with Nick, State of the Union with the Texans as we head into uh, as we head in, into the playoffs for the first time in four years. The Browns coming to town on Saturday afternoon. Up next, headlines. We will hear some more from D'Amico Ryans, get you up to speed on coaching searches, which are now bleeding into some of the Texans' plans, college football title game last night, and a whole lot more in headlines next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 